I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Let's hang Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We are still in the thick of our Season 5 Patreon campaign. We have three new patrons. We want to say a huge shout out to Kayla Denny, Dore Me, and Danielle Coonerty for supporting us on Patreon. You can join them and hang out with us on our patron-only Discord chat at bit.ly slash lespatreon. And we want to remind you, we've had so many events lately, and we are coming up to one of the last ones, at least in this run, at least. So we want to tell you that we are going to have a live episode on Zoom with us, our friends over at Bad Queers, and we are going to be talking all about all of our thoughts and feelings and emotions about the musical Rent. You don't want to miss it. We're excited and we can't wait to see you all there. It's going to be on November 10th at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. 
It's going to be a good time. It's going to be great. You can get tickets for that at our Eventbrite. Or if you're a patron, you get to come for free. So you could also join our Patreon and come hang out with us for free next week. So exciting. In the greater Les universe, Kristen Stewart has just gotten engaged. So sorry, ladies. I know there's a lot of very... um. Very sad lesbians out there. A day of mourning. It is a day, day of, of mourning, mourning indeed. For um, all of those who thought they might one day marry Kristen Stewart. But we are very happy for Kristen. So happy since she came out and just very happy to see that she is in love and happy. So congratulations, Kristen. Up next, we'd like to have our next weekly installment of Lee Talks About Jojo Siwa on Dancing with the Stars. We love it. <laughs> Everyone, everyone is excited for this. So listen, in a heart-stopping twist of fate, somehow our fave Jojo Siwa landed in the bottom two this last week, which is wildly unacceptable, especially because it was after a tango that they did to Freddie Mercury on Queen Week singing body language so truly a hate crime i think is what has occurred here so listen they're still in the running but i think everyone just needs to make sure that they are you know supporting and voting every week that's all get out there and vote get out there and vote and also we still love you jojo do your duty as an american vote for dancing (laughs) with the stars um (laughs) we also want to give a shout out to cruising podcast they're a new podcast that just came out They took a road trip for 30 days and hit every single lesbian bar in the United States, interviewing owners and bartenders and all the regulars there on the way. And the first two episodes are out now, so you should check that out. And you may or may not hear them, you know, in in an upcoming episode sometime. So you should definitely be up to speed. That's all we're saying. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 71st installment of Should Have Been Gay. Oh, oh, it was fun, it was great, but it should have been a little dark And in this week's episode, fix your attitudinal problem, you heridious cow. <laughs> Biatch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, amazing. that was beautiful. Especially of a reference that like four people yeah, are going like, to get. No one will understand at all. This week we are talking about, it's on Netflix, but I don't know if it's like a net, it's not a Netflix original. It's not. It's a 2008 movie that actually seems like it was pretty well known when it came out. called Wild Child. Yeah. We saw a very gay preview and we thought, you know what, we're just going to try this (laughs) thing with Emma Roberts, Juno Temple, all kinds of Moaning Myrtle. Like it's got the mother from Parent Trap. It's got a cast. You know you know what Kelsey and I decided when we watched this, Ellie, is it feels like a high school movie that just came out, like, not when we were in high school. So we didn't yes. see it. But I feel like there is a generation that will know this movie. So if you're out there, high school in 2008, <laughs> let, us, let us know. Let us know if you've seen this film. Yeah. Yeah, let's, yeah. But let's dive in. I'm ready to talk about wild child if that doesn't sound wild like a gay name child what is? oh my, my god but we are gonna get into it let's start as always for anyone who has not seen the movie we'll save you a little bit of time <laughs> here's the imdb synopsis a rebellious malibu princess is shipped off to a strict english boarding school by her father period the end 
That's it. That's the synopsis. That's it. That's it. So for our gay synopses, I actually realized I don't. I was just taking many, many notes, but I don't think I actually wrote a gay synopsis itself. But I'm just. Oh my god! S- can you do it on the fly? I'm just gonna try to do it on the fly. Two warring lesbian factions um, <laughs> fight at British boarding school over a very closeted new lesbian at their school. Correct. Yes. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's so accurate. It pains me almost. (laughs) (laughs) I went a little different direction because I feel like, so here's the thing. Given that we are making an assumption that like many people haven't necessarily seen this movie, I tried to go with a a gay synopsis that like makes it a little bit more relatable for people. So my gay synopsis is... Did you ever wish Cadet Kelly was a bit less military and a bit more British, but just as gay? Boy, have we got the movie for you. True. This is a very British Cadet Kelly. Right? Yeah. It's like if Cadet Kelly, but instead of like army and twirling a gun around, British boarding school and lacrosse. Oh, yeah. I, they play lacrosse. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so gay. It's so gay. It's very gay. But that's what it kept reminding me of is like I kept having very like Cadet Kelly flashbacks. So listen, if you enjoyed Cadet Kelly and you were like, wow, I just wish I had more movies like Cadet Kelly, but that were a little bit more British to add to my repertoire of like should have been gays. Here it is. This is the movie for you. They were like a little bit more British and like even worse dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> then here's a film for you. Um, and- I think Heridius Cow is like a real... Yeah, I personally was a fan of Saddle Up Girls, We've Got Ourselves a Bronco. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen, we're going to get into it. Should we real quick do our experience with the movie? Yeah, I mean, it's very... In case anyone didn't catch it when we flew by it. Very fresh experience. So there are some weeks that Lee and I just say, you know what? We have to do a Should Have Been Gay this week. What do we want to do? And the world's our oyster. And we said, all right. Let's go on Netflix, see something that's easy for us to watch. The trailer for Wild Child starts playing as like something you would like because I think they're advertising this to queer women because I'm pretty (laughs) sure I mentioned it to another queer friend of mine and they were like, oh yeah, I saw that trailer. And the trailer looked gay and so we jumped in. Well, the trailer looked gay, had a bunch of like girls in boarding school outfits, which are like ripe for gay and said it had Juno Temple in it. And so we were like, I mean, so you might remember Juno Temple from uh, obviously first from our fantastic episode recapping Afternoon Delight, starring her and Katherine Hahn also being gay lovers. What a film. Or you might know Juno as, you know, maybe Keely on Ted Lasso if uh, if anybody's heard of a little show called Ted Lasso. Then no you know? one's wa- I don't I haven't heard anyone's watching it really. No, yeah. It's no? it's pretty under pretty you know, indie. underground. It's yeah. uh gotta be in the right circles. So <laughs> so we decided sold. Neither of us had ever heard of it, seen it, knew anything about it. Um we just jumped in feet first off into the deep end, you know? Yeah, and what did you think? Like when you watched the film, what were the thoughts that were running through your head? You know, I just, I really can't believe this wasn't up for Oscar consideration (laughs) that it came out. No, here's what I thought. What I thought is this is a a delightful teenage movie that I probably would have really enjoyed if it had come out when I was like 15, you know? Yeah. Um, It's Um, very difficult to watch a film like this as an adult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This just because of the heridious cow and all of the like teenage well, and, bullshit. 
but and just some some in general like the writing it's so strange <laughs> some fine. very strange choices but the strange choices <laughs> lend very well to a should have been gay so let's dive it's, in god it's so gay it's Elliot's very so gay. gay here's the thing i have so many notes like we have we have had episodes where we have watched movies where i like watched it knew all of the stuff that i thought was going to be gay going in like rewatched and took notes about and we have recorded like hour and a half long diatribes on how gay they are where i've had like five lines written down in my notes i have line after line after line after line on this movie like every i almost couldn't put my phone down i kept having to pause because i was like i have too much stuff to write of how gay it is starting with literally my first note is like almost a minute into the story when we're in the part of the story that you're like immediately supposed to ignore exists where she's at her house in Malibu right and what's the first thing that we see Poppy do in this movie is jump off a cliff to impress a bunch of girls true and I was like oh wow oh what a what a gold mine we have stumbled onto (laughs) I really only, I only started taking notes once we got to the boarding school because gay, gay, gay. Okay, then wait. Then I have two important notes. Three important notes. <laughs> one of them is the jumping off a cliff to impress a whole bunch of girls. The other one is that we immediately get the like, oh, who's the girlfriend? Like the girl that she leaves behind in America. Oh, yeah. And three, the most important, I can't believe you didn't write this down if nothing else is the most important line of dialogue that happens before Poppy gets sent to boarding school, which is when her dad threatens her with boarding school again. She says, and I quote, you think because mom went to boarding school in England, it's going to magically straighten me out? Oh my God. If anything, it makes her gayer. Right? Oh my God. Like, Dad, do you not know anything about boarding school? Yeah, like this is not the place to get straighter. Especially We've talked this about, boarding school. Especially this boarding school. We have talked about how sororities are gay culture. Yes. I feel like all female British boarding schools are like the precursor so gay. to that. So gay. <laughs> it's like the pregame to how gay sororities are is this school specifically, this exact school. It's too much when we get to the school we meet so many like too many lesbians like it was like lesbian overload for me when she gets out of this car harriet who's like the mean girl of the school and she's bragging about killing a bunch of animals like what is happening she has pelts she's like i went hunting yeah she's like like, yeah okay i went hunting look at me girls like and you're like what and she's she clearly has that like that schoolgirl crush on the headmistress where she's like i killed these birds for you and you're like that is like the gayest like mating ritual i think i've ever, ever seen, seen in my life ever like seen. wow and she's wow by, harriet she's flanked by two like sidekicks oh my God. right her sidekicks are too much I'm going to have to look up their names. I know they have names. I called them her side chicks the whole girl, <laughs> the yeah, whole well, movie. <laughs> they're her side chicks. Well, and two, the first thing we see of Harriet is her like weirdly like grooming underage girls, yes. which I really didn't like that like maybe yes. uncomfortable, but that's a trope we get in a lot of lesbian shit, right? Where she's like having them kiss her hand like she's the queen. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Harriet's vibe this whole movie is Weird. weird. <laughs> weird 
can we break down i feel like we need to do by character i so desperately also want to go through the movie like but yeah i think you're right the, the in most, order the but less, like the least chaotic way is to do by character i think it's by yeah. character so let's so start with poppy let's, start with poppy let's start she's with, our, yes yeah. because i we are gonna have a lot to say about a lot. too but i'm i'm like i'm glancing through my notes already and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna get so off track so Let's start with Poppy. Poppy, who is getting sent to boarding school to magically straighten out, which does not work. Not the case. No. Poppy, who is a Malibu girl, and she's so popular, and she dyes her hair blonde, and she's into clothes and her makeup, and she's high maintenance, and, and she is like. She also has a therapist. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> very, very queer. Uh, she's got like the whole repressed power femme thing going for she her, really right? Does. And this is revealed about her, but when she first gets to boarding school, she's like, "Oh yeah, I've slept with so many boys. This boy and this boy and this boy. Oh, which one do you want me to tell you about? Yeah, I snogged them all." And it's, she's full. Of she's shit. full of it. She's literally a she's a virgin who can't drive, but she's bringing it back to clueless. Virgin who can't drive. Uh, it's so real. Oh my god, she is a virgin who can't drive. Literally, but I'm sorry. Like you're gonna say that lying about sleeping with boys and actually being a stone cold virgin that you're straight. A super gay move. Yes. Also, she's vegetarian. Yep. (laughs) That's and. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what number I'm on anymore. And I think I was on letters. Eighthly. <laughs> this is this is how chaotic this movie is in my brain right now. I literally can't every time I think of one thing to say, like 14 other things pop into my mind. That's okay. Okay. She's a virgin who can't drive. She's a vegetarian with a therapist who's lying about sleeping with boys. Also, I wrote down so many lines of dialogue when she first shows up at the school. Oh yeah, the dialogue is Amazing. That are like very, very thinly veiled, like just full of innuendo, like weird stuff. Where like <laughs> first, so Moaning Myrtle, right? Moaning yeah, Myrtle yeah. shows up as the matron of their dorm, is you know taking all of their cell phones and like I don't know disciplining them and stuff. And so she's obviously getting on the wrong side of Moaning Myrtle, who I'm sure has a name in this movie that I do not remember, and we're just oh, gonna call God. her Moaning Myrtle the whole time. Getting on the wrong side of Moaning Myrtle, and Moaning Myrtle decides to punish her by saying, no Mufti for a week, (laughs) to which Poppy immediately responds, Mufti may be your thing, but it sure ain't mine. And I'm like, first of all, (laughs) first of all, false. Well, and here's the thing. Regardless of what we think Mufti is or what Mufti actually is, which for anyone who is curious right now, it's apparently like your like actual clothing, like your like normal clothing clothing as opposed to your uniform it is very clear what poppy thinks mufti means yes that she is once again being like i'm totally not into that because the next line i have written down after that is that she uh i can't even i think it's also about morning myrtle or something but i just have the line written down because of her massive hoo-ha so like (gasps) she's really obsessed with mufti she is obsessed with Mufti is what I'm saying, okay? Like, Poppy's got Mufti on the brain. There is one thing on Poppy's brain, and that one thing seems to be Mufti. That's all I can say she about loves Mufti. About Poppy. It's like, the girl's into some Mufti. The girl's got Mufti on her mind. Yes, okay? the girl's into some hardcore Mufti. And, like, 
all of her roommates are also. Yes. It's it's a whole lot. She plays lacrosse. She plays lacrosse and like she like is a power lacrosse person. Like she's like trying to take control of everyone and tell them what to do, right? She also when we talk about the roommates, we can talk about the sexual chemistry going on there, but <laughs> Let's talk about, like, the actual love story. They're all, like, 16-year-old girls. Should we preface this with saying, like, we're going to be weird about this movie, but, like, this movie does it to itself, and I don't know how to get it around it. Really, It's, like, super sexualized. It's very sexualized, and I'm, that's why it's gay. And we're so sorry to these 16-year-old girls. <laughs> They're not, but, they're not, the actresses aren't 16. Does that make it? Yeah, better? I guess so. Okay. Um. Great. Also, Poppy's played by Emma Roberts. I don't know if we got, we said that earlier, but, so we have Emma Roberts, who has a love story with the guy who played the Beast in that, like, didn't he play it with, um, there was, like, a Vanessa Hudgens Beauty and the Beast. Remember? Oh, is that? I think he was in it. I think he was the Beast. But either way, so she has this love story with this dude. Number one, like, never wants to kiss her. Yeah. Right? Like, he keeps, like, trying to not kiss her. They have, like, a very gay first date. Right? Yeah. It's just, like, the most, like, boring love story I've ever seen. Well, and here's the other thing. is like, there are so many things that Poppy does that are, like, clear gay moves to me. Like, the lying about having, like, shagged a whole bunch of dudes. Yeah. Um, that certainly includes showing up at a school and having everyone be like, oh, here's the one boy that we ever see in real life, and we all have crushes on him. And she's like, I will have the biggest crush on him. Yeah. You're like, I'll be the one who really okay girl okay like she's like is this what we're all doing i am the straightest straight to ever straight and i have the biggest straightest crush on this man and his mufti and you're like okay if that's what you gotta do poppy you do you sweetheart you do you that's fine it's so much and like it's like also just like so forced like there's like lines that he says that's like there's something about you poppy more Every moment I'm with you, I'm catching my breath. And I'm like, this is literally like (laughs) murder. Please murder me because there's no Uh, chemistry here. No, it's terrible. It's so bad. It's so bad. And he's like the forbidden guy love, right? And she's like, I've never felt this way before. What? She's like, it's crazy. The reason that I was trying to get kicked out is the reason I want to stay. And I'm like, that you're not talking about this man you are talking about probably kate right isn't kate the main girl in the in the yeah kate's in the room yeah in the in the room so kate's the one who calls her a, a bronco right yeah so i don't know if we get yeah. i want to talk a little bit about kate in regards to poppy because i feel like poppy yes. is gay because of kate oh god yes just okay so kate's like her main roommate right and she basically like when she first gets in there she's like keeping her at her arms arm's length and Kate is basically like we're gonna like tame this little lesbian and turn like make her part of our group right like they're like that's why she calls her a bronco I'm like what's that mean that they're gonna break her yeah that's what it means but they're 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 going to break her of of her straightness her heterosexuality who knows there's also like so much physical intimacy between all four of the girls but specifically Poppy and Kate there's a moment where Kate is making out with a dude at their, like, prom. And we never talk to the dude, right? He, she's making out with him. Poppy comes over. She, like, basically stops making out with the dude and is like, hey, Poppy. Bye, man. And, like, he just <laughs> leaves. Like, she does not give a shit about him. 
<laughs> so yeah, I, I ship Kate and Poppy for sure. What are your thoughts on Kate and Poppy? Here's the thing. Is like I we will talk a little bit about the rest of their little clique, right? Cuz there's basically there's five of them in, sharing a room together. So Poppy joins this group with Kate and Drippy. Drippy, <laughs> Drippy played by Juno Temple, who I adore. Kiki and Josie, and we'll talk a little bit about them, but Kate is clearly like the leader of this group and the leader of their room. And they get they are the closest right like poppy's closest relationship is clearly with kate although i'm gonna have my comments about drippy as well but yes they are just like they're always very close they're always having these like deeper conversations like kate's really trying to like take her under her wing but like not in a like you know, obvious way. She's just kind of like leaving the door open for Poppy to step out of the closet, if you will, you know? And she Just kind of, just cracking the door a little bit, letting some light in. She's like, look at how nice and gay it is out here. She's like, whenever you're ready, we're all here for you. We're all here for you. And when Poppy does decide to run out that door, I she runs straight to Kate, you know? So... I listen. I just there's a there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that are happening. And I think that like if we're going to talk about Freddie, Freddie being the headmistress's son yes. who is the for the the boy that everyone has a crush on and Harry especially has a giant lesbian <coughs> crush on. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing about Freddie. Freddie again is a badly written, poorly developed unexplored and then promptly forgotten love interest oh yeah right like if we're gonna talk about the kate and poppy storyline versus the freddie and poppy storyline far more developed far more developed we see so much more of them together we see so much more of their friendship how important their friendship is to them all of this stuff and then in a ending that surprised even me with how little this movie cared about Freddy, right? It's like <laughs> so much, so little, <laughs> so much. Is they have this like whole thing basically after Freddy finds her lighter. Yes, he like almost doesn't exist anymore, and so they have like that whole storyline, and then they have to resolve the whole lacrosse storyline, and then you never see Freddy again, right? Like the end of the movie is, is all, all about. The girls like all of the girls and then they basically freddie gets like a half mention almost in the credits you don't even really see him like what they're focusing on is like oh look she flew all of these girls out to her house in malibu to like sit by the pool together and then like i guess freddie's off on the side somewhere too and like that's the only that's mention it. you ever get of freddie ever again right like yep. even this movie couldn't pretend it cared about freddie at all they're like the only thing that anyone really cares about and is here for are the relationships between, between these the four girls, girls yes. like obviously or five girls i five, guess with yeah. all of them like it's insane so like yes of course you ship kate, kate and poppy how would you not how because freddie is useless he has no purpose oh, he's so useless literally none it's so annoying it's so annoying but yeah let's talk let's talk about all the like kate is just like a clear lesbian also she just like does not oh my God. give a shit about men. She's gay like vibes. so gay vibes. Yeah, just like really confident, like really like just cool with herself. And you're just like, that is an out lesbian. Like she's been out yeah. for a few years. Like she's got oh, yeah. it. She knows herself. Yeah, I love her. But let's just talk about like the girls <laughs> together. So they've had like, they had a lot of like really intimate moments all together. Let's just talk about the bathtub scene. <laughs> because I've been waiting. 
since I watched this film, I need listen, to watch this bathtub. Listen, listen. Do you not frequently just hang out with all of your roommates and take side by side baths in a giant open bathroom together? To be fair, I would with all my queer friends. <laughs> <laughs> if there was a room that had multiple baths side by side, I would definitely just like hang out with my gay friends in these like weird little baths. But why are they all next to me? I have never seen a bathroom that has bathtubs stacked in a row. Unless you're in like a spa, right? Stacked in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the other thing that I think is funny. It's like, A, why does this boarding school have a spa room? Why are they all in it together? And the other thing that I love is, oh, now I can't remember if it's Kiki or Josie, but there's only four baths and there's five girls. And they're just like, well, clearly this is still not a good enough reason for us not to all be in here together. So there's like one of the girls just sits in the middle of the baths, like on the floor, just so they can all still be together and still like having their little conversation. And And they're all naked in the baths, are they not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they're straight up, it's not like they're like, oh, we're in hot tubs together with bathing no. suits. They are no, naked no. in baths. They are it's bath sitting tubs. next to each other and just chatting and having a ball. Yeah. And then they all start like splashing each other with water. Like listen, that when we porno. say it is it's yes, <laughs> when we say that like we are not really responsible for like the way that we are going to talk about these <laughs> these high school students in you this movie. You put them in a bathtub together. No, it's it's nonsensical. Like it is it is wild. Like, and they're just acting like it's totally normal. And like, Poppy's only been there for like, what, like two months at that point. She's like, oh yeah, yes. NBD, just bath time with my girls. And you're like, okay, <laughs> so normal. Yes. Just like you do, a- as we've all done, you know. But that's what I'm saying. It's gay. It's gay. Straight girls do not sit naked in baths next to each other. And if you do, if you're a straight person listening to our show <laughs> and you sit naked in a bath next to your friends, you need to reassess your life. Listen, if you are on episode 71 of our Should Have Been Gays, um, <laughs> we have some news for you. As a straight person who's just really invested. Who's not our parents. Uh, we have some news for you. <laughs> if you are not our parents or like a close personal friend of either one of us, we have listen. Some, listen. We have we some love things you. to tell you. Welcome. Uh, Mufti may be your thing. <laughs> <laughs> you are a friend of Mufti now. <laughs> As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch. And organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. 
And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Um, yes, we have the bath scene. We... But you also have this scene at the thrift store. Yeah, when they go shopping for prom, I don't really understand this whole the whole none of the storylines make any none sense. None of the storyline makes any sense. So just like let us build this gay <laughs> picture for you. So they're thrift store shopping. They are trying on all these clothes together. They're like also helping each other dress and undress. Is there anything gayer than a clothes shopping montage between a group of women? Between like, no. no, never. 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 But yeah, they're like it's queer culture. Taking off and putting on clothing of each of each other like they're not doing it themselves. Is this what people mean when they talk about the gay agenda, Ellie, is how we just get together every week and we're like, listen, I'm sorry, but like baths, queer culture. Uh, clothes shopping, queer, queer culture. culture. We own it now. <laughs> Overalls, queer culture. Yeah, literally. Queer culture. Everything is queer, therefore everyone is queer and it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. Like, we can all be happy. But yeah, and the outfits that they're in at the end are also like super gay. Like I'm pretty sure one of them's wearing a fedora. They're going to a drag show. Like, yes. let's be real. They're not dressing for prom. They're not. They're like, let's dress to go to like a midnight Rocky Horror showing that I just found out about. And like, <laughs> that's, they're just having a good old time. Yeah, they have a super gay clothes shopping montage. They're all like hyping each other up and like helping each other pick out outfits and like, it's very gay. Yeah. Then somehow, mysteriously, I don't understand exactly what happens between the outfits they're wearing at the end of the clothes shopping montage and the outfits they all show up oh, to. Oh, yeah. It's, they're like, and surprise, these are not our outfits. No, and it's like, and they try to pass it off as like somehow Poppy has mysteriously turned into like a, a fashion designer. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who like modified all of the clothes that they bought into these like super hip hot outfits but they're also like they're not even like oh here's the dress and then here's the like super cute version of the dress that she could never have made in like an afternoon with like a, one needle in her hand or something but they're like they're not even close oh, to anything that they tried different. on they're like completely, completely different. different clothing colors 
fabric, everything. And sorry, but just to like real quick jump us back to Poppy for a second. But when they wear those outfits and they start getting ready for the and she's like teaching them how to like walk strut into the room. (laughs) Did you write down what she says? Because I did. No, Um, but I'm sure it's great. Hit me. In a scene that I am convinced is just Poppy listing some of her favorite things, she just tells them lips, hips, hips, and butt. <laughs> oh, my God. I noticed, though, that Heaven is a Place on Earth is playing at prom. Yes. And we all know that that song. Like, I know it's 2008, so they didn't queer really culture. know. But the song is queer culture because San Junipero. So that is all. That's all I have to say about that. Amazing. Wow. Are you saying that Wild Child gave us San Junipero? <laughs> oh my God. They Wild it. Child walked so that San Junipero <laughs> could run. <laughs> that is a disservice to San Junipero, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, oh my god, sorry, sorry. I just looked at the next next line in my notes and I can't believe that we also forgot this while talking about um the absolute waste of a storyline that is Freddie. So Freddie, her super straight man crush who shares with her at this dance that he played Alice in the school play and that's why he yes. knows all these Alice in Wonderland quotes. And I'm like, oh, children. <laughs> gays gravitate towards gays and date gays. Yeah, yeah. listen. Yeah. Yeah, and she actually asks him specifically, are you gay? Because he doesn't kiss her. Yeah. And she's like, wait, are you gay? It, it Wow, This there are a lot of, like, clueless, like, yeah. echoes in here, right? Of, yeah. like, the two gays clearly clocked each other and are like, aha, a beard. Yep. Maybe that's why Harriet is so into Freddie, too. She needs a beard. She needs a beard. Can we talk about Harriet for a second? Because I actually have a great segue at the dance to, to yes, jump us into uh, Harriet. Because the dance had my strongest Cadet Kelly throwback for me of, of my whole Cadet Kelly journey. So they're at this dance, right? Poppy is ostensibly trying to hit on and get with Freddie to get expelled from school. But Harriet also has a super big crush on Freddie. And so as you just naturally do in that situation when you are two girls feuding over the same boy, what you do is you go to a dance and you dance like very sexually (laughs) while aggressively maintaining (laughs) eye contact with each other. With each other. In a scenario that like was so Cadet Kelly, it like hurt me how much I was like, oh, is that what we're doing again? Is we're just going to like stare only at each other across like a crowded dance floor and like dance suggestively at one another. And I was like, what is happening here? Like, it was also one of the worst dances I've ever seen. Oh, it's terrible. In my life. Have you been? Okay. This is a tangent, but not, you know, save the last dance. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching? There's like a new TikTok trend where like people reenact her final like Juilliard audition, and it's like, oh no! Like when you really look at the dance moves, it's like the worst dance that anyone has ever done. And they're trying to be like, this person is a great dancer. Like that's what they're doing. Like they set up to be like, oh, this is my song, and it's the worst dance I've seen in my life. Listen, in my life. I can see why this would make you think of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not good. It's um, not good. But it is extremely gay. And the only thing possibly gayer than that happening is Harriet showing up <laughs> to a dance with her two side chicks <laughs> dressed like little page boys next to her. And I'm like, did Harriet, honest to God, show up 
to a dance with her two little like side pieces dressed as men. Yes. Is this what is happening just now? And also I was into it and they were dancing together and I was like, I am here for this. <laughs> I'm here for the side chicks. I mean, to be fair, also, I loved like, them. Pride and Prejudice, queer yeah. culture, like Yeah, but you could come up you could come as Pride and Prejudice and dress the other girls with you as, as women. Girls. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is a deliberate choice to be like, wow, you two both have to dress as men in like the little horse riding like pantaloon pant things and the little like lace necks with wigs with short wigs on <laughs> and it is also a choice for those two girls to show up to that dance and then dance with, with each, other. each other that is also a choice oh, and yeah. i was like what is happening and why am i so into it <laughs> they are in love they're so together like, they're so together. Ten and I was surprisingly percent. okay with it, you know? Well, because also, like, they're not, like, Harriet's, you know, a mean girl, but I feel like they're just, like, along for the ride. It's very, like, Regina George vibes of, yeah. like, you're like, Regina sort of sucks, but you sort of feel for Gretchen and Karen. And you're like, we haven't done a shut up and get mean girls yet, but I would ship Gretchen and Karen, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I ship Harriet's two side chicks. Like, let's be real. Yes. Um, I ship them, I think, almost the most in this movie, which is surprising to me. But I don't know. Just that one scene of them at the dance. I was like, I'm here for it. That's it. I am sold. Can we talk about some of Harriet's other gayest moments? Because besides there's the, the whole thing at the dance, my first, well, that's a lie. The first Harriet gayest moment is I, I hunted birds for you. Yeah, here, <laughs> take these pelts as a token of my love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but shortly, shortly after that, when we're first kind of like introing Poppy to the whole school and she doesn't get out of Kate's way fast enough in the hallway, which is like a thing. Death. Harriet's response to that is to turn to Kate and she goes, Kate, see to it. She falls in line and then eyes Kate like top to bottom to top again. And it, like, again, I was like, wow, I feel like there is some history between Harriet and Kate that I would love to know more about. For sure. Those two are exes from forever ago. They respect each other. They also hate each other. There's so much. You're right. There is so much history in that up down. I see it. In that up like, down up. A lot. The, it's, yeah, it was, it was like a full body scan. She full. was like, and because the thing about it is too, is like, you could tell that she trusts Kate Will. She's like, you're going to see to it that she, like, gets the deal around here, right? And she's like, mm, eyes you up and down. She's like, because I know you get the deal around here, and I know that you will take this one under your wing and, like, show her the ropes. She's and like, like, this is your baby gay? She's like, actually, yes. the, the quota of baby gays that I have under me is these two. I can't take any more baby gay apprentices. <laughs> these two and the tiny one who does my laundry. Yeah, <laughs> I can't take any more baby gay apprentices, so I need you to take this one and train her. Thank you. She's like, I don't have time to take on too many baby gays. I also have like an illustrious lacrosse career to get to. So like, can we please, let's just wrap this up. You take this one, get everything under control. And I'm going to go and like mud wrestle some women on a field with a big stick. I'm sorry. I went to a bad place just now. <laughs> but also like the lacrosse. Lacrosse oh. lesbians are such a thing. Listen, the lacrosse storyline as a whole also, like, comes out of left field, like, three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah, and then you're like, wait, what? And they're like, no, 
the cross is our thing and we're it like was yeah. like she's the man came in like I feel like this is like yes. every teen film I've ever seen put together into one but it doesn't make any sense no because they just kind of like they're like I guess we're done with that now let's grab this storyline over here and like rope it in and it's super weird because it's like they throw the lacrosse thing in and all of a sudden it's like here's the thing it's like it could, you could do like she's the man. I could also see it being like the whole drumline thing in Cadet Kelly, but like only if you learned about it like halfway through the movie and you'd never heard anyone mention it before ever. And yep. then they were like, oh, and like actually now this is the only thing you care about. And surprise, you're like super good at lacrosse because apparently you get it from your mom, who surprise also played lacrosse yeah. like 30 years ago Whoa. at this school. And you're like, what the fuck is happening right it's now? It's too much. Like, what is going on? I don't, I just, I don't get it. It's very weird and very gay. And and at this point, Poppy is like, oh my God, I've like gotten here and I'm happy and I have all my gay friends and I've realized that like I'm not being my authentic self. So I dyed my hair brown again because now I'm a real lesbian. And you're like. <laughs> the dyeing our hair back brown, like that is, oh my God. Like what? <laughs> Like, everything about this, there's just a, so much a transformation, right? She comes in being this, like, stuck-up-in-the-closet girl, and she, like, works through everything, like, realizes, oh, I have real friends, and my real friends are these queer girls, right? And then we have, like, a whole friend breakup, which we always have with the gays, right? We didn't even talk about the friend breakup. Oh, my God. Which, like, secret lesbian Harriet tries to break them all up by making these, like, fake accusations about them. Harriet is so jealous of their love, you know? She's too jealous and she needs to break them up. But then when you read her real diary, you're like, wow, this is gay. <laughs> Nobody's ever loved me before, but I really love these girls, blah, blah, blah. And they read it, her diary and they're like, oh, we love you too. So good. The diary is going to segue me to the last person that I, I really need to talk about. Drippy. Who is Drippy? Because of course... Drippy, as soon as they get into the situation where they're like, we're all mad at each other and we had our big friend breakup and we're all over it. And Drippy's like, well, actually in her diary here. And she's just like, she's like so casually just being like, well, since I read her diary, like all the time, like girlfriends do, like, <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you. And Drippy, here is my other gayest Drippy moment. Besides the fact that, like, I feel like in some ways Drippy also is a glue, like, holding this whole little, like, poly so right. group she, of she them. She brings them all together. Together. She really does in a lot of ways, right? Here's my other favorite Drippy moment is when Poppy has headphones on at one point and they're discussing all of the dudes that she has slept with, probably, and specifically the positions that she has slept with them in. And Drippy mentions how she's definitely done missionary and probably also the Lebanese fulcrum. Did you look Which, that up? Which, like, if that is not a baby gay trying to describe scissoring, I don't know what is. I don't know what... <laughs> yes, le the Lebanese fulcrum. The Lebanese fulcrum. Is that what is that, that what British people call, call scissoring? Because that's what I'm going with in my head. I actually really like that because, yeah, I'm not quite sure what a Lebanese fulcrum is. But does that mean I'm not a good lesbian? I mean, has, has every not. has every lesbian done the Lebanese fulcrum? You haven't done the Lebanese fulcrum, Ellie. Damn Shocking. it! She knows a little bit too much about Lebanese sex positions. Let's be real. It's like it's very. You know what it reminded me of is like Britney from Glee. I feel like if Britney from Glee was gonna like try to describe a lesbian sex position, that's what she'd come up with. 
You are so right. Drippy is yeah. Drippy is Brittany from Glee. Drippy she is, is, a is also bit. named Drippy. Her name is Drippy. But also I, I love you, Juno Temple. So she does a great job in this film. She's she is. She's the glue. She's the gay. <laughs> This also has nothing to do with Drippy being gay, but just in terms of like they did Drippy dirty in this movie. I love how they go in and they have this whole like scene montage with the very gay hairdresser. And when they dye Poppy's hair back to a brown in like a clear coming out metaphor, they do that whole scene where they're like everybody's in this salon and, and they're all getting their things and he's making Poppy super gay and brunette again and whatever. And then Drippy walks out with the exact same hair she walked in with. And yep. I'm like, Drippy. Drippy. Like not even a brush? Nothing? <laughs> I know. Drippy's hair is chaos. <laughs> they're not going to give you anything? I That's love it. That's just mean. Also, let's talk about the actual gay because there is a gay hairdresser. Yes. He's super gay. But again, I don't think it's ever like canonically, is it? Does yeah, he say anything explicitly? He says... He definitely says something explicit. He definitely talks about like, oh, I wish I was on a like island with a bunch of men. Like he's oh, like great. so shout gay. out to you, gay hairdresser. Like too gay. Honestly, like why is that also a trope, right? Legally blonde, we have the gay mm-hmm. hairdresser. Like in uh, Princess Diaries, they're everywhere. Yeah, but yeah, like he does a good job. Yeah, what's I literally wrote in my notes? What's more gay than going all natural? because that's literally he's like let's just go a little more natural i love it yeah he said i want a fireman's island an island full of firemen so he's you do you gay hairdresser he's definitely gay and we're happy for him very happy you know it's it's funny like when we when we picked this movie i was expecting this to be another should have been gay where we get all deep into the metaphors and the clear like thing and instead i was just like no this movie's just gay from start to finish it's like obviously gay there's a lot of obvious stuff let's i just want to talk one more thing about the virgin thing because i found a little note okay so she lies about having sex and then she finally is like i feel comfortable enough to tell all my friends right so she says to her friends, I'm a total nun. And every single one of them says, welcome to the nunnery. <laughs> Incredible. What is, Incredible. Gayer, what is gayer than a nunnery? And it's also insinuating none of them have slept with boys and none of them want to. And they're all just going to sleep together in their um, weird which, little bed. Ba- which their weird little makes baths. perfect sense because maybe maybe this will be my last note because I think it's the only thing I didn't talk about yet. But if we want to talk about all of the girls together at the end of the dance, the last thing that happens at the dance is like the DJ goes to play a song and yells out, for all you lovers out there and all all five of the girls dance like together. rush onto the dance floor to dance with each other. And I'm like, oh, look at you all. So cute. They're so gay. Like this this film is just it's very, very gay. Wild Can we child. say do you want to say Ellie Wild Child? Should have been, been gay. gay. So which characters are we shipping? Oh God. I ship I for very specific reasons, I ship Kate and Poppy first. Yep. Copy. Uh, <laughs> what did what did you go with? Copy copy poppy yeah easy okay i'm also gonna ship drippy and poppy yes droppy droppy pippy (laughs) pretty good pretty good ship names pretty good ship names i also ship all five of them together and i don't know what to call that the nunnery the nunnery oh my god you're so right i know 
Oh, thank God you're here for me, Ellie. And then also the side chicks. What is theirs? I ship the side. I'm literally, I need to look up their names. I don't even know if they have names. I need to know it though, because I need to ship them together because I ship them together so badly. So hard. Oh, they're literally just credited as Poppy's friend. I hate it. That's so sad. I ship the side chicks together. I ship the side especially, chicks as well. Especially the side chicks in their little like Pride and Prejudice page boy outfits. Oh, hell yeah. There's a lot to ship here. And we definitely do not ship anyone with Freddy. Sorry, Freddy. Sorry, Freddy. But to be fair, the movie barely shipped you with anyone either. So <laughs> Very true. I don't blame us. All right. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Let's do our Q and gay. I'm so ready. Here we go. Q. 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 And. Yay. Question number one. This one's for you, Lee. Okay. Did you ever get shipped off to boarding school? A, yes, or B, no? I did not get shipped off to boarding school. Me either. Uh, apparently to my loss. You surprise, know? surprise. Just no a hotbed of lesbian activity. So. And baths. Okay, question two, Ellie. Which prank should definitely have gotten Poppy expelled? Is it A, the phone sex ad, B, the Candyland pool, C, the French CD, or D, Matron's tape deck? Ooh, that's a good one. I think Matron's tape deck, that one wrecked me. That was good. (laughs) Her face in that car. I will vote, though, the Candyland pool cracked us up because when, when, what is it that, like, almost gets her kicked out? Is there, like... Oh, you're going to date Freddy? Like, that'll get you expelled. Yeah. And we're like, but thousands and thousands of dollars worth of damage to, like, <laughs> yeah. school grounds. That was okay. Because I'm like, they must have had to drain that whole pool. Like, yes. that's bonkers. Horrible. All right, question number three, Lee. How long would you last without Mufti? A, a week, B, a day, or C, an hour? Which Mufti are we talking about? I don't here? know. The, the... I don't know either. You know what Mufti we're talking I... about. I do enjoy wearing my own clothes so but also i mean i could i could go a a week i don't know a weekly a week an hour (laughs) (laughs) we need it no work just mufti Uh, just mufti all work and no mufti makes ellie a dull lesbian true True. Okay, question four, Ellie. Are you gay or just English? <laughs> I'm gay and English. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we didn't add a secret option C, but Ellie really pulled that one together for us. Oh, I love my horrible British accents that I've been doing since season one. Don't you all, listeners? <laughs> yes, you do. All right, question number five, Lee. Have you done the Lebanese fulcrum? A, yes, or B, no? I, yes. I really don't know what to answer here. I think the answer is as as I'm going to headcanon what the Lebanese fulcrum means in my head and just say yes. Why yes. Not? We've all done the Lebanese We've all done the Lebanese one time or another. <laughs> We've all been in a Lebanese fulcrum once. We've all know? been there. <laughs> wow. Thank you all for listening to this chaos episode <laughs> about Wild Child, the most the gayest boarding school film I've ever seen. As you all know, you can answer our Q&A questions on our Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. We cannot wait to see if you've all done the Lebanese fulcrum. Let me hear you say hip, 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 yeah. We love hearing from all of you. We love building this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things we've heard from you every episode. And this week, we want to shout out a listener who reached out on Instagram. So shout out to Tressa, who let us know that... Kate Beckinsale, who was mentioned in our Queer Wolves episode last week as playing a non-canon queer in Underworld, 
also played a very queer-coded vampire in Van Helsing, 2004's Van Helsing. So listen, we are all here for even more just shy of canon queer-coded mythological <laughs> creatures of the night. We're, we're here for it all. So there you go. Everyone wants Kate Beckinsale as a very queer vampire. I know I want it. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, we want to thank our lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Jess Klaus, Tanya Ferguson, Danny Griswold, Jacqueline Rosashino, Sarah and Julia, Carrie Ann Lawrence, Danny Gunlock-Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, and Tara Gleason. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Liz Chen, and Wendy K. Bartlett. Thank you to you and to all of our patrons. We could not continue making this podcast without all of your support. Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Let's Hangout Pod. You can email us at lesshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at lesshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, make sure that you subscribe. That way you'll get new episodes as soon as they go up every week. Also, you can subscribe to The Flame on any podcasting app or at vpn.fm slash The Flame. We also have a YouTube channel where we still have videos going up. You can subscribe to that at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. If you want to support the podcast, you can rate and review us on iTunes. We love hearing what you have to say about the show. If you want to support us financially, we have a Patreon. You can find it at bit.ly slash lespatreon. In addition to helping us continue the podcast and helping us do even more events and all sorts of things, you also get access to our Discord chat. You get access to our Les Essentials viewing parties and ad-free episodes and all sorts of other cool stuff. All good stuff. If you want to help us make more musicals, because we are working on stuff, we actually are working on a song tonight. You can, <laughs> you won't be able to hear it yet, but you will be able to hear a preview of it before everyone else at the Flame Patreon at bit.ly slash the Flame Patreon. In the next few months, we'll be giving you updates on our next musical. And now we have rounded the corner out of gay Christmas, a.k.a. Halloween, into heading into actual Christmas. So just a reminder, if you want to get all of our merch and you want to start thinking of like Christmas gift ideas, we recommend checking out our Tee Public store at bit.ly slash lesshop and get that special someone in your life, you know, a Les Hangout mug or a, a flame sweatshirt or whatever other cool designs on all of the tea public merchandise just endless gift ideas right there my personal favorite is unwrap me i'm gay <laughs> that was me that was my quote on a t-shirt if you want to find us individually you can find me at ellie brigida on instagram twitter and tiktok and you can find me on instagram twitter and tiktok at lsh foster with that i'm ellie and i'm lee and, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon, soon. let's